This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Gotta play this. This audio is so funny. It's been making the rounds online. A woman named Raven posted a video of her listening to a voicemail she received from her grandmother. And in the voicemail, her grandmother is apologizing for accidentally sending her nude photos. Raven, this is your grandmother. I apologize so much. I sent you pictures. I pushed your name by mistake. I meant to send it to my friend. Please delete that picture from your group. Please, Grandma, baby. Grandma, when I looked up at my thing and I seen that, I felt so bad. I was sending it to Brian. Lucky Brian. <laughs> that is so Raven. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> that grandma's... What would you do if your grandma sent you a nude picture, Taz? I'd be very surprised since both of my grandmothers are dead, Jim. <laughs> that would be <laughs> creepy on several levels. It would be a pretty incredible thing if I accidentally got some naked pictures from my grandmother. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I guess that, that brings up the question. If your grandmother is dead... Would you accept one more FaceTime call from grandma under the stipulation that she's going to be bucked? <laughs> <laughs> That's the choice. You can talk to grandma one more time, but she's going to be nude in, in the FaceTime call. Would you do it? Yes or no? I have one grandma who is no longer with us, and I have so many fond memories, so many great right. moments, so many fun Christmas sweaters she used to wear. I think I'd rather picture her in that. You For the rest of my life, you, I don't... You don't want to taint those memories, Jim? Oh, my God. I apologize so much. I sent you pictures. I pushed your name by mistake. I meant to send it to my friend. <laughs> we just got a text message here. Hey, Taz and Jim. I was helping my grandparents clean their house out to move, and I found naked pictures of them in their headboard. All I can say is, oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I oh, responded. No. I said, were they young or old in the pictures? They were probably in their 60s, and it was actually my grandmother and her sister that were naked, which was very disturbing. We found out later that they were nudists, and they used to all go to nude campgrounds together and camp there. Oh, my God. There's a full story. Now, that's a family vacation. <laughs> I was going to say, if you found pictures of your grandma and grandpa nude, the worst question is, who took the picture? <laughs> It didn't have selfie sticks back in 1975. <laughs> it's a Polaroid. And by looking at the picture, I can tell that must have been the 70s. Here we go. It's not the holiday season until we play the fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la game. And Kathy. Okay, I'll explain how the game works because you haven't heard this one before, right? Correct. We are going to call a convenience store. In this convenience store, I've got a number here. It's out in Nova Scotia, okay? Going to have a conversation with whoever answers the phone. Randomly throw into the conversation. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Do you think they will hang up on us 
or at some point will respond with a fa la 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 la. I think they're going to sing along with you. You think so? I think so. I hope so. Nova Scotia, nice people out there. Absolutely. Jim, what do you think? You feeling it? Yeah, I feel like they love anytime somebody busts out an acoustic guitar on the East Coast, somebody sings. <laughs> It'll be like a little kitchen party we're sure. having, right? right? Okay, you're going with yes. You are betting on fa la 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 la. Kathy, good luck, okay? Thank you. Just one moment, please. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hello. Hi, how are you? Pretty good, how are you? Good, happy holidays. Thank you. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking for some quick Christmas gifts. You guys are open. Do you have any anything interesting in there, like for a secret Santa? Uh, give me a little more information. How much are you willing, like, how much are you going to spend? I'd say deck the halls with boughs of holly. Uh, $50 is, is the limit. Okay. Well, we have, like, gift cards, and we have Christmas mugs with $25 worth of lottery tickets and a scratcher and <laughs> pins in them. Imagine winning one of those. Yeah. You'd feel bad, though, if you gave it to someone else <laughs> instead of scratching it yeah. yourself. So you could get, like, a $25 mug thing, and uh, you could, like, put a $25 gift card inside of it. Like, we could open it up and put one in. Yeah, deck the halls with boughs <laughs> of holly. I like that idea. like that idea, and we have candy and different things, so. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. We're going for, yes. We do have some toys, I don't know. Okay, okay. Okay? Deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> You're in the mood. <laughs> You're in the mood. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. I uh, got a customer right now, so was there anything else? Yeah, just one more thing. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. La 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. I gotta go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Kathy! <laughs> <laughs> Had to work for it, made me work for it, but we did get a fa la 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 Cash, you're in the moon. You're in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing before we let you go, Kathy. Deck the halls with Basil Holly. Wayne Gretzky, the great one, living up to his name, his hockey card, his rookie card, sold for over a million dollars. At auction over the weekend, one point two nine million. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Unbelievable! Yeah, that's crazy. I I didn't think it that Gretzky rookie cards were that uncommon, but I guess the condition of this card is what makes it so valuable. It's classified as gem mint. Gem mint. Gem mint. You card collectors know what that means. You can call us and tell us if you want. Gem Mint. I guess it has to be, like, perfect? Yeah. I guess you would have to have put it behind glass the moment you got it in the 70s. Oh, God. 
How many kids had this card, though, and just, you know, it got rumpled up in their binder or wherever they kept it in their sock drawer? Yeah. You would assume there Put was... Put it a- in the spokes of their bike to make that cool <laughs> noise. Make, yeah. your, make your BMX sound like a motorcycle. <laughs> Kicking yourself now, uh, aren't you? That was a million-dollar bike. <laughs> Phones are ringing. Do you collect cards? I, actually, I just kind of got into it uh, recently. And so, yeah, the big thing with, like, the gem mint thing is, like... Uh, it means it's 10 out of 10, but, like, even it's really hard to come across a 10 out of 10 card. Like, you could open the pack and put it in glass from day one, and it still doesn't make it a 10 out of 10. It's all about, like, condition, like, the alignment of the image. If the borders are, aren't perfect, then it won't pull a 10 out of 10. So, it's, yeah, it's actually really hard to find a 10 out of 10 card. So it's like the printing and the cutting of the card at the factory all comes yeah, into play. Exactly. So, yeah. So, it's, I mean, like I said, you open up a pack, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's it's very rare that you'll actually pull a 10 out of 10 card. What's the most valuable card in your collection? Uh, honestly, I, I don't even want to say because I just started. And so where early. do you live? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Uh, my buddy got me into it, and yeah, he says he thinks it's uh, making a huge comeback. Taz and Jim, who's this? It's Chris. Chris, what's going on? I, I just got a funny story. My buddy, he... Uh, like I collected cards, and the, Wayne Gretzky was on the cover of one of the magazines that I had. And he goes, "Oh, I got that card," and I'm like, "No way!" So we go. Sure enough, he had it. So we and he went and sold it for a case of beer, so that we could have a case of beer for the night. <laughs> so like, and and I was like way back in the eighties. Oh, okay, I was gonna got, ask, like, was it last bucks. night? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I hope hopefully he's not listening to to these guys this morning because he'd be kicking himself in the ass. But so it, it was the Gretzky rookie card, and he's traded it for a case of beer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was it. Oh boy, and he shared it with you. So really, he only got like a twelve pack out of the deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we yeah we we thought we were getting a good deal <laughs> 20 bucks don't tell him okay no i shield I, him I, from this news that the I, the gretzky yeah, card I, sold for I a million he, bucks i hope he's not listening to you to you Taz and jim right now because <laughs> he'd be yeah he's a good guy okay <laughs> bye just not very smart <laughs> thank you for the call that would suck. Wow, great news for that guy who had an extra case of beer lying around, <laughs> No though. kidding. That guy got the deal of a lifetime. <laughs> Imagine that was the card that just sold yeah. at auction. You'll never believe it. Some drunk guy asked me if I'd swap a case of beer for it. Uh, Jim, I drove past your house on the weekend. Did I see some Christmas lights up? Creepy, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jim, I was in a tree across the street from your house with binoculars on the weekend. <laughs> Did I see some Christmas lights up? And why have you been closing your bathroom curtains? <laughs> uh, I did put Christmas lights up for the first time in my life. I'm surprised it took me until age 33 to get on a ladder and put Christmas lights up, but I finally did it. How was the experience? 
It was it was good. My girlfriend's parents had some old Christmas lights left over. I don't know. How. Are they LEDs or are they like real really old? No, they're LED. They're like they're LEDs. They seem relatively modern. I, I think maybe they got some permanently installed or something like that in their house, and then you can turn them on. I, I I don't know exactly why they had so many left over, but the good news is I didn't have to pay for them. Okay. And I strung them all out on my front yard, and you know I was all excited, so I. Made sure that the female end was facing the right way to start off. And then, you know, went along, got on the ladder, blah, blah, blah. It took, didn't take me very long, maybe 45 minutes. They looked great before I plugged them in. And then I finally got to the end to go plug it into the wall. <laughs> Another female end. I'm like, how did this? What? I was so mad. Uh, so the plug was up on the roof. Yeah. And you had to take the lights down completely or one it, string of, yeah, you'd have to take them all down, I right? I, no, no, no. I screwed it up after the first set. So the first one that I had planned and put up, it was fine. But then the second, I didn't really look at them that closely, but the plug has an insert, like the female end on the back of the male end. So you plug it in so that the so it acts like an extension cord so you can yeah. keep the chain going obviously yeah so like i somehow you wasn't paying up. attention and got them reversed uh, that's and the worst. so i literally had one thing the right direction and three <laughs> lengths the wrong direction and they all came down so, and had to go back up yeah yeah so added about was 20. sarah home judging you i mean watching you put the lights up she had no ideas that i screwed up she, she probably now now she knows if she's listening right now but i didn't tell her i just thought you know I got to be like the man of the house and knew what I was doing right off the bat. So yeah. I figured she didn't need to know, but um, yeah, it took me twice as long to do it. But you, now they're up. You do seem like the kind of guy who's not taking those lights down until at least like May, maybe June. I might just tuck them up in the eaves trough and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leave them for the entire year. You got it right once. Yeah. <laughs> Why mess with fate? <laughs> well... From my vantage point, they look great, Jim. Thank you. Yeah, from the tree I was in. Fantastic display. Mm -hmm. Feels good. Turns out you can't see them when you're in your house. So I don't know what the whole point is. (laughs) And this is a fun Christmassy story. Jim, you'll like this. So in Riverside, California, last Thursday, there's a bunch of car thieves trying to steal a car outside of a Target store, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Little did they know that inside the Target, there was an undercover cop dressed as Santa Claus. (laughs) Okay. Who was secretly monitoring shoplifting in the Target. Amazing. So an undercover cop dressed as Santa, trying to catch shoplifters, but when he saw people stealing a car in the parking lot, he sprung into action. Here's the local news story. Get him, Santa! I couldn't make this stuff up. We worked inside the store identifying shoplifters, and when they fled the scene, Santa was there to take them into custody. But when I looked over my shoulder, I saw Santa running by me, going after the second subject. Santa hasn't run like that in a very long time. They were apologetic, and uh, Santa's deciding whether or not they're going to stay on the naughty list. Oh, yeah, Santa, he can move. There's video, so it's <laughs> like this guy is fit. In those big boots. Yeah, goes out there, takes care of business. <laughs> this, the, the scream from... Get him, Santa! Get, Get him, Santa! Go, Santa! You're the man, Santa! <laughs> Throw the book at him, Santa! That's some serious John McClane stuff. <laughs> people, ho, ho, ho. People love the, the diehard at Christmas time. Totally. I always wondered... 
back when I was a teenager, you know, Die Hard 1 was in the, the, the office building. Die Hard 2 was at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always wondered why Die Hard 3 wasn't in a shopping center. I thought that would have been a cool situation to put Bruce Willis in. That would have been cool. Terrorists take over the the big shopping center on Christmas Eve when he's rushing out to buy Holly Gennaro a uh, Christmas present. (laughs) That would be good. And he uses like different stores items to get, like he goes to Bed Bath Beyond, takes some soap, slickens up a floor, Uh and then one of the, were they German or Russian? Whatever. One of the bad guys comes by and slips on it and falls down the escalator. Brilliant. It'd be awesome. You know, and we're just getting started. (laughs) That's before he goes to the hardware store. Yeah. The denim store. I'm sure he could catch some bad guys oh. with jeans. The Cinnabon. He lures them into a place with the smell of Cinnabon, then bonks them on the head with something. How can you resist Cinnabon? <laughs> There's one fat terrorist who's like, mm, that smells good. Get him, Santa! Talking about a woman in Zambia who sued her boyfriend because he did not propose and they've been dating eight years. Like, come on, dude. It's time. You already have the kid. They already have a kid together. The guy will not, he won't seal the deal. Uh, Jim, I know that uh, you're getting close to the uh, the pooper get off the pot <laughs> moment of your relationship. According to you. <laughs> well, you said three or four years is is the time frame. For you, you should know by that point whether or not you're ready for a commitment. Uh, well, according to my girlfriend, it was a year ago, so <laughs> I don't know what to think. We've got Julie joining us. Hi, Julie. Good morning. How are you? You want to share a story with Jim? Uh-oh. Yeah, I do, Jim. <laughs> so you have a bit of time as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I met my, uh, my husband. Uh, we dated for seven months, and we got engaged. And we've been happily married for 14 years coming up. When I told my brother that we were engaged, um, he said to me, oh, he said, this isn't good. You can't tell Heather. And I said, why not? They had been dating for 10 years. And I said, why? You're not happy for me? And he said, no, I'm thrilled for you. He says, but now Heather's going to accept a proposal, he said. (laughs) So you got engaged after seven months and your brother's been dating Heather for 10 years, and he's That's like, oh, right. this is just... And, he didn't congratulate you or anything. He just thought about how it's going to affect his life. That's right. He <laughs> said, uh, I've, been using, I've been using you as my excuse. I can't get married before my older sister. That just would be wrong. <laughs> Great. And then you've put it on the fast track. Yep. So we got married in May of 2007, and they were married in December. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just done a two-for-one. <laughs> Yeah, we could have. Knowing your cheap brother, he would have been all over it. (laughs) Thanks, Julie. All right, take care. Okay. Yeah, are you the last remaining unmarried sibling, Jim? No, my little sister's still uh, on the market, if you will. Right. You know, because my little sister, Jessica, got married before I did, and that was the point where I'm like, all right, it's time to get this show on the road. Well, it it totally (laughs) depends where you are in your life, but if you've already been dating somebody for 10 years, like that is... That's a decade. Like, come on. You know, whatever. Everybody has their own reasons, and, you know, everybody's life is different, but what's going on there? 
Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.